All right, here we go. Episode 13? Lucky 13? Unlucky 13? Who knows? Uh, we drew The Untouchables this week. Have you ever watched the movie or the TV show of The Untouchables, Josh? I watched the movie. I didn't watch the TV show. I don't think I watched the movie. I'm almost positive I didn't, or I've completely forgot I have. I do remember the TV show. Uh, I may be wrong. I think it was on Fox. It's one of them channels that you only got if the weather was right. And it looked cool. you had cool. to turn the antenna a certain yeah, way. Yeah, for some reason, it was either that, the time slot. It kind of looked cool, but never really got to watch it. Never got to follow it. But uh, we get to live it out right here. You know, so we're just I'm just going to give you a little summary. This is the back of the box. Uh, definitely not as much as the last two or three weeks. It felt like I've read a novel, but here we go. Put Scarface in his place! Exclamation point. The mob has blown into Windy City. They're counterfeiting on the west side. Gun running on the wharf. Gangland style bashing on the streets of downtown. Scarface and his band of trigger-happy heavies have turned Little Italy into a bullet-riddled underworld. Only you, Elliot S., and the Untouchables can stop Capone before he seizes control of all of Chicago. Okay. That, I mean, kind of to the point. Very to the point. Seems entertaining. Now, I, I, I don't know this because I ain't watched the show or whatnot, but maybe, you know, they could have said, hey, what is an untouchable? Maybe something like that. Hey, a band, yeah, a, a you as, as the untouchables, a band of, you know, mob the, hunt. I don't, and I don't the, even know that's what. The, detectives. Yeah. They were detectives and yeah. police officers. That specialized in mobster activities. That's the thing. That, Only you can take down. They, they were the best in the business for the, what they did. They were like wide open all them. But I guess you probably weren't going to play this game if you hadn't ever heard of the movie or the show. Nope. Uh, so, you know, Ocean, uh, published and developed this, uh, you know, so Ocean, uh, they hung their hat on making these licensed games. I mean, uh, some of the other games that Ocean did, I mean, so this is par for the course, some really good ones, uh, some okay ones and bad ones, but you know, they did Jurassic Park, Cool World, Batman, Adam's Family, Lethal Weapon, Knight Rider, Robocop, Top Gun. So, uh. They definitely are like, hey, let's buy the license to some popular movies. And, and they may have had a few that's not, but See, that's really what they were doing. I thought they'd done No Escape. They may have. They may I can't, have. I, I can't, can't remember. I can't remember, but I think. I, I, wonder, I don't know if they did or not. But Well, I know Sony, I think, had something to do with No Escape. But either way, these, these guys were basically making movies, uh, games after movies. And, you know, as that comes, you know, at least in today's age, most of the time that means they suck uh, with the occasional gem in there. Uh, so the game came out and, you know, just so you know, I guess the uh, it was released on both the Nintendo and the Super Nintendo. But the Nintendo version was released in 1991 and the Super Nintendo was released in 1994. Why would you say there's three years difference, Josh? Because one was a movie and one was the TV show, so makes the, sense. The ninety-one one, even though I think it was got, I think you're probably the reviews on both of these are probably par for the course. Uh, the one in nineteen ninety-one was based off the Kevin Costner movie, where the uh, nineteen ninety-four one was based off uh, the TV show, in which the only person I think I can remember, and I may be wrong, was Robert Stack from Unsolved Mysteries. I felt like it was. Uh, the guy Elliot Ness. No, I could be wrong, but I feel I've seen him in the movie or the show somewhere along the line because I'm like, hey, it's Unsolved Mystery, dude. 
Uh, so basically, as the game says, is this is basic, you know, it's going to be, you know, going out and, uh, hunting the mob down. Uh, they have broke this up. One thing that makes this different than a lot of the other games is it allows you to choose your assignment. So it's kind of like you're choosing the level. The you level. Play. Yeah. And so, uh, basically, you know, the game's going to start up. It's going to show you. Uh, three mobsters or untouchables. You can't really tell who they are. You probably, you know, you probably just one in the same, just on the other side of the law. And then, of course, the gunfire goes through the untouchables. Yep. And then, uh, you know, first thing is kind of weird. You know, just kind of getting into the game without getting into the review part. This first thing it does then is it makes you go to this audio menu, which was a little strange. It was extremely weird because I wasn't expecting that at all. I mean, I expect you to make me, I, I appreciate that if somebody made the time to make a menu to at least have you explore it. Yeah. But it was just kind of weird. It's like sound effects, music, sound effects and music, no music. And it's just like, it's, it was strange. But so basically one thing that sets this game apart is, uh, you got five, uh, assignments and all five of them, I ain't gonna say all five, but there's, basically i don't know i'd say three basic gameplays that they put in here uh so basically assignment one is uh uh let me see where i have this. the assignment one was like downtown shooting that was it downtown shootout or something like no, that. the second one was the counterfeit mission the third one was gun run the fourth one was the courthouse and the fifth one was Take, locked it was alfonzi yeah. capone yeah and uh access was denied but basically the way i would think of this is you had you know kind of different uh you know most games you're either going to get a platformer or you're going to get a shoot em up uh, or a beat em up or a side scroll or a side scroll or a top down you kind of got three different games into one uh the first one was basically gallery I, shooting yeah that's a gallery hunt. yes duck hunt gallery style shooting so you you had a shootout where you were basically in these back alleys shooting mobsters uh, kind of like lethal enforcer style, but you know, probably not as cool. You reload your gun, you know, you can take cover, shoot these mobsters, what have you. Uh, the counterfeit mission, I think was the only one that was kind of like a platformer. Yeah. And, uh, then you had, uh, the courthouse was one where it was top down. Kind of, I mean, to, to be honest, what it reminded me of a lot of was some of the top-down RPGs. Like, you know, maybe maybe not graphically as good as, like, Secret Mana or Legend of Zelda or, like, Secret of Evermore, but that type but of it, view. It was that, it was that type it. of top-down. Yes. And uh, so that was kind of one thing that did set this apart a little bit. And so, but the basic gist of the game is you work your way through to unlock yourself into, basically, Al Capone. And, uh, well, you that, forgot to explain the other mission, the running gun. Uh, it was another shooter gallery S top. Yes. A yes. little better than the first one. So, uh, and so basically the whole object of this game is, uh, it's take down the mob basically, but, uh, you know, they basically, they held their hat on Elliot Ness being a hero, which I'm assuming that's who we are in this game and Al Capone being the big bad guy. That's what I would take from it, too. Which I would think that when you're mentioning Mob, you know, you can't not mention Al Capone. I mean, maybe you put in some John Gotti, Al Capone. Like, you know, you're, yeah, if you think Mobster, you think Al Capone, you think of uh, Scarface. Like, you think of these big, iconic-style mobsters and or movies that are based around certain people like The Godfather. Like, that's all mobster error, too. Yeah, I, I feel safe to say. It's like saying, hey, name a... Uh, 
president, you're probably going to say George Washington, Abraham Lincoln. Like, you're going to hit the big ones. This guy's yeah. one of those big ones. Yeah, he, he's he, a Mount Rushmore. Yeah, he, he's a top tier. Easy. So, uh, I think that's basically the uh, whole breakdown of the game. Is, is there anything that I missed on that, Josh? Uh, no. Well, I guess. Uh, no, I said, I mean, me personally, I'm not real big into the whole mobster error. Yeah. So, that, 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 I said, the game, it's, like I said, I watched the movie. Because my friends said, dude, it's a cult classic. It's a good one. All right, I'll go ahead and tell you this. I'll piss off a lot of people. I hate The Godfather. I hate all three of them. I think they're the worst movies on the planet. I never watched them. And even though I have watched the movie, and it's okay at best, I think Scarface is far overrated. Uh, yeah, Scarface. I mean, it has its moments where it's If good. I want to watch a drug movie that I'm going to enjoy, I want to watch like Blow or something like that. You I'm going to watch Boondock Saints right. as a monster movie because I it's modern day and it's Hell's Kitchen. So, I mean, I like that. But this was basically, at this time to me, I think you probably had like, you know, the guys that liked watching their westerns growing up. This was their western, right? Yeah, it, it was the modern day western. Because there, the- there was a lot of shows that were kind of similar to this. And uh, I do remember the show being very hopped. I don't, I was shocked to see. I think it only went on for between 93 and 94, which is why the release of this was at the end of the uh, Super Nintendo life cycle. But I remember it getting a lot of advertisement. I guess it just wasn't that good. I couldn't speak on the movie because, it, it, like I say, if I watched it, I cannot remember one thing unless that is where i've seen robert stack as alien yes i mean if you think about it now they made a lethal weapon tv show hey i'm just gonna say i've not watched it but i'm awful excited about watching the not court tv show or the uh quantum leap the remake the remake of quantum leap's good but the lethal weapon tv show has sean william scott stifler from american pie right and one of the weigh-ins one of the 3,000 weigh-ins. One of the many weigh-ins out there. All right. So we're going to jump in here to what makes this game. So uh, uh, I'm just going to be pretty blunt. I got a short list. I so, have a short list as uh, well. Maybe a short podcast on this one. Uh, uh, one thing that I guess I'll say makes this game is there's a variety of games to play. You know, that, and that's number one on my list. There's the multiple different styles of gaming that was popular in that era in one game, which was cool. So if you, I will say if you look at the back of a box and you could determine what kind of game it was, if, if you hated that game, you were stuck with it. Uh, this game give you different options, at least, I guess, uh, I don't think to me this, it really mattered a whole lot, but I could see if you were like, Hey, I'm, really bad at the shooting one or the platforming one. And, and that's one thing too, I guess uh, that I had down in my list was getting to choose your mission because I can just imagine setting in 1994 and maybe I was good at the platformer and the top down and terrible and, at the shooter, terrible at the shooter. If my brother was like taking a shower or he had something to do, I could play the missions I wanted to yeah. and then say, Hey, can I play these and try to help me get it unlocked? So yeah, there was a variety of play. I guess I guess overall the customization would be group all that together. You could pick which stages you wanted to play. Now obviously you had to play them all to get to the final stage, but you got to choose in what order you wanted to do that. Of course it forced you on how you wanted to listen to the music. Uh, you got to choose your mission. So uh so it was really neat with the uh the menu op- the options menu being prompt if you wanted the sound effects, music, both, none. 
So I, I did like that. That was really neat, really unique, I think, personally. And I, I, I can't say enough about the game is that I did like the aspect that they tried to incorporate the three biggest gameplays of that era. So, I mean, that was really cool. That, And it, it, I think it was done relatively well, the way they done it. Yeah. You know, the, for the most part, the controls weren't that bad. I mean, they were, they were okay. Uh, but they, they, there was no lag for mine on my emulator. Yeah. 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 So, and, I mean, I, I enjoy that. They were crisp in movement and everything, but I think probably, uh, and this is going to be probably the best thing I got to say about it. I've got an opinion and then one that, uh, here that I think the game flowed, pretty good as a mobster game like when you beat the game or beat the level or you died it would pop out like a newspaper uh blowing up against the or a newspaper article like oh ness's guys have foiled or you know ness fell short capone runs wild yeah. like that was what i would expect from a game and the tv show and a movie like this it yeah. was you know kind of very what would you call it like noir or yeah uh, noir uh yeah it was kind of like gritty cop show so uh you know that that was definitely newspapers would have been a big deal i bet you in every episode of that tv show i bet they're flipping up a newspaper to see what's happened oh yeah and, and yeah. like so at, at least twice in the tv show so it did have the continuity there that i thought was pretty good it, you know it wasn't nothing earth shattering but that's probably about the best thing i have to say about it other than uh, you know in my opinion the one the counterfeit mission that was kind of like a platformer that was the best best one to me i agreed 100 like that was the most fun uh stage and uh not to give too much away it wasn't really that fun but that was the better or the worst and so if i had to choose it had been platformer top down and then shooter gallery would literally have been my ranking on the stages. Yes, I, I agree with that. And, you know, so the platforming stage was the strongest. You know, who's to say if they would have focused on making this more of a platformer and not trying to throw the extra stuff in? Maybe it would have been better. Maybe not. Who knows? But uh, if I can tell you, if you, you play this game, you, you pop it in there. And first of all, I'd probably tell you, you know, there's other games to try than this. But play the platformer, the the assignment two. If you don't enjoy that, you're not going to enjoy the. No, rest absolutely of not. Yeah, play play assignment two first, hands down. And I'm I'm not going to mix any words. That's all the good stuff I got to say about it, Josh. That's all. Yeah, I mean, you had one more than I did, so I feel like it was uh, like a dead horse. I just didn't want to keep kicking it over there, but uh, yeah, it was uh, definitely. As far as we're talking about this being episode 13, I feel like it is definitely unlucky 13. It's the unlucky 13, by far. So, uh, sadly enough, probably world record time of uh, make it section. <laughs> uh, the break it section. Uh, I really don't have a whole lot for it, too, because what was bad was really bad. It was terrible. Yeah. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you, the first thing I noticed right off the bat is the whole game felt cheap. Like from the moment it started up to let's just dumb this down. Could you imagine playing? It, it was a select level game. 
So, you know, you picked your assignment. Okay, so you locked one thing. Can you imagine if you played Mario Brothers, but you just went in there and picked what stages you wanted to play? It's kind of boring if you yeah. did it that way. That is exactly what this game was. So, I give it that. I, I give you that. And another thing that I didn't really like about it is if you don't know anything about mobsters, if you had no idea who Alphonse Capone is, which we all call him Al Capone, who done the Valentine's Day Massacre. You know, I know a little bit of the history. If you don't know who he is, you would never know. You'd think he'd be an official character, right? I mean... Okay, well, let, let me tie this in, because I got one thing, that because you've hit my number two thing. So, talking about this game feeling cheap, my notes is the music, graphics, and everything sucks on this. <laughs> the music was god-awful. The music was terrible. The graphics were probably worse. Like, we're talking about a 1994 game. Go look at the 1991 game, and I can understand a 1991 Nintendo game. This was 94. You've already had your Star Foxes and you all these games. Mario's. Like, you had, you had the abilities to make a graphically pleasing game in that era. Now, there were, I think, Commodore 64, there was other games that or other systems this was released for. It was like if you took a Commodore top that graphics and applied them to the Super Nintendo. I mean, yeah, when you, you knew, you know, knowing this is a mobster movie, you can don't really think about it. Like, oh, that's a guy pointing a gun or whatever. Yeah. If you actually, like, stop and look at these pixelated dudes, they're god-awful. They're horrible. They it's were, not even clear they remind, what they are. They remind me of the traditional Metroid game of how blocky they were. Yeah, it was it was very bad. It was uh I like I say I'm guessing Ocean's just like and I don't know if this is an actual thing either cuz I don't know anything about licensing. I kind of feel like I'm sure you had to license the movie and you probably had to license the TV show, but I can completely be set and understand saying, "Hey, we've got this licensed movie with Kevin Costner in it. Let's make a game." Cool. And then, like, everybody over there at Ocean going, well, it was a good run, guys. Super Nintendo's pretty much dead. We're going to have to find something. Wait, they're making a TV show? Don't we have that license? Like, yeah, I felt, it, like, it I felt like they had that license. Like, and, and, it, and I'm sure it doesn't work that way. And they're like, let's throw a, a hot pile of garbage out here and try to make a cash grab. Yeah, well, let's, say, let's, let's make a money pot. That's what we're trying to do. Because I would just assume that if you made this game in 94 and the way this game is, uh, that late in the cycle and how bad this game is, in my opinion, that you would have completely lost your butt by the time you bought a license for the second time. Of course, I, I don't know anything about licensing, once again. But To me, the way this game felt and looked seemed like it would have been a solid 90s era game. Like, 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 no, no, I'm, not, I'm talking about like 90s era. Like, 90 to 91, I think, is where the graphics and the gameplay would have resided. I think with them saying that, oh shit, we have that license. That's that, exactly what you said. That's what it felt like. Is they like, hey, they released a TV show. Let's quickly make a game. Yes. And I don't know how long this game took to make. To me personally, I'm not a game designer or anything like that. But back in the day, I, this, I felt like we could have locked ourselves in Friday night, and my Saturday afternoon came up with this game. And that may be unfair, but with, that's the way this with, game felt because it was cheap. Yeah, with watching YouTube tutorials and building this game from scratch, I I'd say yeah, I could believe that. If not, if not a weekend, a week. So I mean, it's one thing we've played games where the graphics have been great and everything else sucked, and the controls. 
the controls were probably the better thing that they had because the music was horrible. Uh, so my biggest complaint about the controls is on the damn shooter gallery. All right, playing games now, you customize your sensitivity to be faster to get those whip shots. I, I could beat. I beat the top down. I beat the platformer stage. I could not, for the life of me, win a shooter gallery. All right. Let's put a little asterisk next to shooter gallery. Because that's my number three. You're getting one step ahead of me. We're gonna <laughs> I'm get, just saying. I know. We're going to have a whole section over the shooter gallery. We Because probably... without even speaking to you about this, I know that if you told me the shooter gallery was the strongest part, then you get the hell off this podcast. Because we can't talk. <laughs> Let, let's go to... I'm no longer allowed over yes. at your house. <laughs> so here, here's the number two thing that I have that you mentioned. There is no story in this game. Yeah, no. Now, now, mind you, when you look at this game, I'm pretty sure you're not picking this up unless you were a fan of the movie or the TV show. And You were wanting to play as Kevin Costner. And, and to be honest, like I say, I don't know if it was the time slot, the channel. I was a decent agent. I could have handled this uh, in, 90, in 94, but I don't know if the TV show wasn't. It may not have been that good. Like I say, there's been a lot of stuff happened since then, so I can't really remember to, to speak about in the day. A lot of booze has been but, insane. Could you imagine if your parents was like, oh, Untouchables, you know, oh, my kid likes to play Cops and Robbers or whatever, Yeah, and let me buy him this game. Like, you would have no idea what the hell you're doing. Because no. there is no story. And and to be honest, even though the intro where I read the back of the box seemed like a lot, there was a very large font. There was not a whole lot of words on the back yeah. compared to most of these other games. So you're absolutely correct. Uh, you know, going up to the last stage where they call him Alphonse or whatever. Capone, Alphonse, yeah, you would Alphonse think, Capone. I'm guessing Al Capone was probably trademarked or for some reason they couldn't use it or he well no his real name was alphonse i know but you would think why would you call him alphonse we're talking about a super nintendo game why don't you just call him out i feel like there's a reason but you know i guess maybe if you're a true mobster you, you had or to, hater you had to use all those pixels man you had to use all those polygons maybe if you were an untouchable it you didn't want to give him the satisfaction to call him Big the the, the cold nickname, but I, I will. Okay, I'm not going to get into that. But yes, but <laughs> there is there is no story. If you had no idea what Untouchables was, and I just put you like you didn't, if you see didn't know this, who Al Capone now, was. Now, with that being said, when they start up the game, I mean, you kind of get the idea that it's a mobster scene. But maybe if I put you, if I put you in the, uh, if you didn't get to see the startup, you didn't get to see the cover art, and I put you in the shooting gallery, stage one. You'd be like, this is like a crappy Gunsmoke Western game. Yeah. And you're like, why are they wearing funny hats? Like, you would not be able to... I, I don't think I would put together that it's a mobster game. No. I think in the platformer stage, I would have figured it out because you had money and... and Tommy they, guns yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. And I don't know even on the, the top down that I could do that. But if you if you didn't see any of the cut scenes or the, the intros and outros, I don't know that you could necessarily... with. The platformer stage, I think, would give it away, but you would have to work on trying to figure out what yeah. kind of game you're playing. Yeah, you have to use that higher brain power to piece things together. All right, so we're just since you brought up number three, let's just I'm gonna go into here, and uh, this is my biggest flaw with this game. I'm gonna read my quote word for word that I've got here, and then we're just gonna go off on probably an hour long of how bad this is. <laughs> Shooting mode. The, uh, the, the shooting gallery. Yeah, the shooting gallery is bullshit. Controls are a mess. Hard to control. Aim, hide, move, shoot, aim, reload. 
faux meter is shit. Should have just been a level counter, like a level count now, like you're this far through the level. Yeah. Uh, characters and their animations, they're not bad. They're lazy. The heads up was horrible. And the, every now and then you'd pick up a, a, a power up and your, your heads up would start flashing, which was crap because it was really nothing that you needed other than some time or health. But if you looked up there to see what was flashing or you tried to see how many shells you had in your shotgun or whatever, you were going to die. So it was like the whole thing was a train wreck. It wasn't like, oh, it, they missed on this and it affected it. I have nothing good to say. So to put it in perspective, you have a, it's a shooting gallery, but you literally have a shotgun. Now there's one where you have a Tommy gun, but let's just say most of it, you got a shotgun. You got two shots. You got two shots. You're using a double barrel. So imagine playing like Area 51 or Lethal Enforcers, but you only get two shots each time before you got to reload. Then you got to like take cover. There's way more enemies. It's just not, and, and then and then dynamite at you. and then your aim with the D pad. Now, when I say the enemies pop up, like you can play Lethal Enforcers with a uh, control stick, just like this for the Super Nintendo. And even though it's not the same as using like a lock gun or something. It's still serviceable. This is barely serviceable. Yeah, no, you're like I said, your sensitivity is so dog shit that it's ridiculous. I think you would say that just the way these enemies are set up and the distancing and stuff, uh, I would say even in today's age, using a mouse, it probably still sucks. It would. Like, like I mean, it, it, it is god awful. And, and that's just the basic part of it. Yeah. Like, you can't even enjoy the gameplay because the, and it's not, the controls are decently crisp for what they're trying to do, which means they really nailed, in my opinion, it's like, this is what they wanted to happen. Yeah. And they, and like, who said this was a good idea? Yeah. Like it wasn't I, like something's broken and it ruined. I agree. It once again. The only way this shooter gallery could have gotten even more maddening is that they added the down dog from Duck Hunt that would laugh at you. I'd probably enjoy that because I'm I at least have a fond memory or two of that game. You know, I have none yeah. of this game. Yeah, like I mean, because you you got two shots. Like it'd be funny if he would pop up whenever you tried to shoot a third fucking shell. Because you're so used to having at least, you know, in any shooter game now, you have at least, at minimum, eight shots for a shotgun. I, I just came up with a excellent question for clothes for you, Josh. Okay. This is just right <laughs> off the hip right here. Uh, so, you know, this is hard-hitting uh, podcasting at its finest yeah. right here. I mean, th that's, this shooter gallery was atrocious. Like, it, and, and I hate that... Like I said, everything else, the controls were great. The platforming, the the top down, so that all worked good. Even the shooter gallery of the Tommy gun, I never once completed those levels because either okay. A, I would have died due to dynamite, or B, I ran out of time because I'm trying to track how to aim and everything like that. Like it was the worst. The, uh, I mean, and so th this was kind of my thing. I don't, and it's pretty fast paced, I guess, once you get out there. And I was kind of like, okay, maybe this is cool because you actually get to control your guy going left and right. The weird part was it was the R and L button. It was the bumpers, and, which was and, stupid. Yeah, and I kind of get why they did that. It's like, but just because they're there don't mean you have to use them. Yeah. You, sometimes you say more with less. I could have just used the left and right. Like a normal well, person would have 
Well, no. yeah, but left and right controlled your uh, aiming. Right. Uh, it was like they. I were, guess you're right. It's like they were trying just a. They, they were, they were like a little too advanced with the aiming for what it was. Because any other game, you know, if you want to aim, you zoom in. You hold your L trigger or L one button or whatever, and you aim in, and your dude stops moving, mm-hmm. and you use your D pad or your analog stick or whatever to move and aim. So it would have been fine if you could still use a D-pad for left and right to move and say you hit the L or R trigger and you could aim that way. That would have been cool. Hey, just so you know, I've got some reviews from back in the day when this game comes out. And even back then, somebody made a suggestion that would have probably fixed the shooting gallery. Okay. And and it's like easy today saying what we should have did. But I'm like, this guy, son of a bitch. You should hire him. Ocean should have hired him right there on the spot if they weren't about to get absorbed. But we'll get into that later. I'm hoping he was ahead of his time. He was. Uh, I don't know if he was ahead of his time or he just used common sense. But, yeah, everything in it. And then then on top of that, so in any of these games that you play, that's a shooting gallery style. And, I mean, I I think when shooting gallery, I'm thinking arcade games. I mean, that's the first thing that comes to my mind. Yeah. Like Arcade shooters, virtual House call. of the Dead. Yeah, House of the Virtual Call. So, uh, in, in any of these, your typical enemy, how many times do you have to shoot them to kill them? Normally, one time, right? So, that it, major, well, it, it depends on the shooter gallery. Like, if you go to the nowadays movies and you play the Terminator shooter game, it takes a lot. But yeah, the original virtual... In, 90, in 94, I bet that Anyway, one, one bullet. Okay. Easy. One, maybe you, two. Yeah. You get your boss, your, the boss battles. Okay. I get that. But what Call killed me, me was up there, it would say your health, and then it would say foe. And every time you shot one of them, the foe meter went down a little bit. And I'm like, why didn't you just, I mean, I Give me a counter. I would have rather myself had a level meter showing your progress going through. Maybe even a damn save point in there. Or like a progress point. Not a save point. Yeah. But put it at the bottom where my guy is. Maybe just a little colored bar that's going across. So the whole time I'm sitting up here looking like, what in the hell is this foe thing? So it made me feel like I was like, when you see foe and I said there's a power meter, you're going to say, oh, I'm shooting one guy 12 times trying to kill him. Now that's not obvious. Mm-hmm. You figure out that's not what it is. But even that part, the, the heads up was so damn lazy. Yeah. Give me a counter. If you said I needed to kill 20 foes to complete this mission, instead of doing a meter where if you shoot one, it takes a 20th of that meter, no. Put 20 up there, I shoot one, yes. drop it to 19. Shoot another one, drop it to Completely 18. Completely cool with that. Completely That cool. would have been great. You could even, when the stage starts in the loadout, say 15 of these guys, four of these, and question mark or something like yeah. that. And I'd be like, all right. And you know what? I would have probably enjoyed it because while I'm watching somebody play it, I'm going to be over here like, oh, you killed seven of those. Like, I mean, it would give yeah. me a reason to the want question to mark. Them. Maybe it means shoot the dynamite as it's flying at yeah, you. You never Who know. Who knows? I mean, I mean, maybe it could just be a car that pulls up, but whatever. That's that's besides the point. Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, none of the, the levels I thought were great. But by God, the only this one, shooting gallery was the, this may, I, I will tell you, if you, if I had to play shooting gallery or Roger Clemens baseball, which I think is one of the worst abominations of sports games I've ever played. I don't know that I've, I've had to think had about this. the rolls in it, man. Well, I know. Well, you know, they just suck and they kind of tried a little bit. I don't think they even tried in this. No, that, that's it. This was a cash grab. This is all this was, was a cash grab. So, 
all right, I've got to leave the shooting gallery. The other part, the other parts of the game was not great, but they paled in comparison to the to the shooting gallery. So I feel like I don't even have a lot of energy to talk about the other game modes <laughs> because I mean the little run and gun platformer, it was still bad. But it was better of the four. Yes, it, it was. That's the thing. It was the lesser of the evil. And even the shooting gallery where you got like the Tommy gun or the automatic weapon, a little more palatable than a two-shot shotgun. But still not great. Yes, yeah. I mean, it's it was still, still bad. Yeah, still not great at all. Uh, and then the top down, I just wasn't even interested in that. I mean, it did not do anything for me. It didn't tip any scales. Uh, it was very neutral. It was just a neutral style top down like i uh, felt like i felt like this was an episode of survivor and there was four people in the elimination and you're like all four of them are getting eliminated and you're okay with that yeah yeah so i said i i had hopes for the top down because i'm a legend of zelda fan so i know those are I, by far those are going to be the peak of mine top down games but you know i was hoping like it had some reminiscence of like a top down torok or something like that but it didn't like the top down was just again, like use your words, it was lazy. Yeah, that was exactly it. Like, so, and then on top of each stage having glaring problems, there was so many multiple levels to each stage. Like say, uh, shooting gallery, good luck. Uh, you know, maybe I made it past the first one one time. Uh, it just didn't tip any needles. The The platformer, I kind of enjoyed for a minute until I realized it was really bad too, uh, the top down. But once you beat a level, you went to stage two or mission two. It was like a boss level. Well, and, well, there was like five, four, five, six missions to each assignment. Yeah. And it was like, oh, that's so great. You gave me multiple levels of this shitty game to play. Like, how bad of a game do you have to be for me to say, you know what? What would have made this game better is only playing one of those missions on each assignment. Let me play these five, six missions yeah. and quit this game and be done with it. Like, you know, you want a game like Zelda that you're like, oh, there's more to do. Or even Super Putty, where you're like, oh, what's the next level going to hold? You're like, to me, I'm Which like... random enemies are going... Is there going to be another Space Ninja? Or is there going to be a sausage with a fort through? I would rather... I mean, I was just sitting here thinking, oh my God, there's a second level. Oh my God, there's a third level. Like, I was ready at oh, each... Yeah. I was just wanting it to end. I agree. I mean, that... I mean... Ugh. Josh, I, I would rather played a game that was like Flappy Bird with spikes, or <laughs> the damn Crazy Mario game with all the the crap. impossible levels. Yes. Yeah. I would rather play it with nothing but spikes, and you know how I feel about spikes. I would have a ball playing that before playing this game. I agree with you. Like I said the only thing I partially enjoyed was the platformer. Said so that was the, literally the best thing that they done, and even then, like I said. It was terrible. So, and the one thing I noticed in the platformer that pissed me off is this game is very big over the timers. So, the power-ups were basically, you know, in the platformer, I think you could get automatic weapons. But it was like health, which kind of looked like a generic little pizza box with a plus on it. Yeah. And uh, you could get your clock to add time. So I'm going through this platformer. I'm kind of enjoying myself a little bit. Like, oh man, I run in this area. Oh, I see. You know, here's the boxes. Let's jump up them. And, and next thing I know, it's like, bam, time's up. 
And I'm like, why? I barely started. The time yes. was like 30 seconds. Like, it wasn't nothing. Now, I get it having maybe, in my opinion, maybe you had one stage where you had to hurry through. But I'm like, as bad as this game is, if I want to take my time and move through it, why are you punishing me for that? Yeah. Like, I feel like you knew this game was so bad. Let's hurry up and get you the hell through it before you notice how bad it is. But that pissed me off. I'm like, I can't even enjoy the platformer part of this because, heaven forbid, I stop for a second. Try not to take damage, you know, or anything. But also, at the same time, I said the the shooter galleries. But I, I hate to go back to that dead horse, but I have to on this. The shooter gallery timer was thirty seconds. Okay, so during that thirty seconds, all right, in any shooter game that you play nowadays, we're desensitized to taking damage. It's like they wanted you to stand in the open, take damage, to shoot people, to build your time back up. And then the shooter and and the platformer was like the same way. Uh, they wanted you to take damage to progress it at the same time to get your time. Right. So uh, it, it feels like this game was designed for you to take the damage that you needed, but not take too much damage, but you got to take enough to be able to keep going. I just, I feel, I feel like, like when you say, I hate to go back to the shooting gallery. I think that's a testament that, even though we're telling you how bad it is, it's not doing it justice on how bad it is. No, it's not. Like, like it is bad, bad. And and when you, the more you think about, it, and and one of the things I've got marked down here is I hated everything about this game. Any remote positive I tried to get would have fifteen glaring negatives. Now I don't think I have any glaring negatives because the the negatives are monster. Like there's like. The whole the game is the negative. Yeah, like, the that, game itself is the negative. That's hundred percent true. You know, so that that's just the one thing. Like trying to find stuff that was good with this game. I mean, because there's a lot of bad games that has some cool aspects or that are kind of fun. And and so then the last thing to top it off was the bosses. I will tip a little hat. The final boss. Now I didn't make it to him, but I seen it was Alphonse Capone. Capone. And it was more of a shooting gallery game where you chase them through five or six damn stages. But it was only you versus him. That would have been a more fun. I didn't like having to shoot 27 different enemies because it was Dodge so hard. Yes. Yeah, and it was yeah. shooting gallery style. So literally that the Capone level where you hiding behind a brick wall and you timed it when he would shoot to duck down yeah. and you cover. And that was remotely cool. Probably cool in 94. But... You couldn't get to that level. You didn't have a level like that in level one. I think if you had a little bit more of that where you could not just constantly take damage. Mm. But then, like, in the shooting gallery stages, one of the bosses was a freaking automobile. And I'm like, okay, well, that's not that bad. It's just going to be a mobsters in a freaking, it looked like a Model T or something like that. Yeah, it was a classic mobster scene of where you're supposed to use the Tommy gun and I hose down the car like, oh, uh, so, and, Cla- uh, Claudia, Claudia and Bo- Bonnie and Clyde. Bo- yeah. Seriously. Jekyll and Hyde. That's who yeah, it is. Jekyll, Jekyll and Hyde. That's who it is. It's Jekyll and Hyde. But yeah, no. Again, not a monster fan, but that's what it seemed like. It's like whenever that car shows up, you're like, yes, that car just was. Just load. That car was very iconic. But to me, why is the car the boss? Yeah, it made no sense. It wasn't no worse than the shit you had to go through to get to it. It's like, I feel like, 
I, I, I like my lethal enforcers. Let the car go alongside you while you're shooting at it. And to me, you have normal enemies in this car. Yeah, have them, my, have them pop up or something like and that. And then, then the stage that had the cable car boss, where it was just like literally a freaking cable car. And I'm like, this sucks. Like... <laughs> The boss fights aren't even. They good. were the bosses were absolutely stupid, pretty much to put it in a way. Is they they made no sense. Like why? Like again, I understand. You know, fine, unload on these areas, but at least give me some type of indicator as to why I'm shooting this. Well, I mean, I just tell you, I have I hated this game from the moment I started up. Like literally. In the first 30... And now there's been games in the first 30 seconds. I'm like, this isn't good. Oh, like No Escape. Oh, I've I seen the movie. I know why this is like this now. Or maybe I didn't do something right. Your gut feeling after 30 seconds of this game is how you'll feel about... Like, that's the feeling you go yeah. with. And I just don't know how you call this good. So... I put too much time into this game playing it tr than what I would have really done in real life. Like, if I was just... Somebody said, hey, play this game. I would have gave it a solid 45 minutes worth of gameplay and figured out that I fucking hate this game. I, put I, would have, I, would, I couldn't make it 45 minutes if I was just to put this in the game in the system and play it just like, hey, I've never played this game. I'm just going to play it for fun. I don't think I could make it 15 minutes tops. Well, I, I would have to try all the stages. I would have to try them. So that's why I said 45. But if I was to play this game on my own, dude, the first assignment that I played, the uh, shooting gallery, would have been immediate dope. And you know, maybe I feel like the shooting gallery, I feel like they were trying to showcase that. But I feel like, man, if you would have put the platformer as the first stage, I bet they lost a lot of people on that first stage. Oh, 100%. Because what do you do? I mean, even when you could choose, I can almost guarantee, even though you, you can choose your level, you played the first level. You first, played assignment yeah. one. Yes. Because that's the way the You're game like, is what, supposed what's to be. Going, what's happening? So at the end of the day, I didn't. I don't have a whole, I, I don't, I could keep going on. I think about this, but there's not anything positive I've got to say about no, it. No, I, I, I've hit all my high notes, but the only thing I'm curious about is could you have played the shooter gallery with a lot gun? Well, that's something to be said, but do you have anything you want to add into this before we No, wrap up I'm good. It? All right, so we're done with break it. Here is the question that I have on my mind while we talk about it. So you have watched the Untouchables movie. I watched the movie. Did not watch the TV show. How long ago have you watched the movie? Do you remember a whole lot about it? I do not. It's been years. Was it good or bad? Eh, it was uh, It was all right for a mobster movie. Okay. As, again, mobster genre is not my favorite whatsoever. Would you say, which would you say is better, the movie or the game? The movie, 100%. I've never seen the movie, and I would say the movie as well. So, uh, basically, there wasn't a whole lot of trivia that I could find on this game, a lot on the TV show. So, what I've got is I've got some reviews from game magazines and outlets. I've got a speed run, and then I've got pricing, Josh. Okay, for one, speed run. Lay Hulk? No. Oh, well. No, but a... Uh, equi Lay Hulk is funny just because of what we think of the name. This is an actual funny name. Okay, I'm all for it then. I was about to say, if it's not Lay Hulk, I don't care anymore. 
Do you, do you want to hear the reviews first, or do you want to hear the speed? I want to hear the reviews first. I, I'm excited for the reviews because the speed runs. I'm just gonna be honest. Are gonna piss me off. Okay, so there was only two speed runs, and it was like ten seconds away from each other, or something like that. I didn't credit the second person because that was like seven years ago, and it was like two years ago when somebody broke the record. Okay, but yeah. anyways, so I'm not gonna use necessarily the uh, magazines just because I didn't write them down. But this was the reviews, and you can tell me if. Uh, what you think of this review. Okay. Okay. Uh, Paul Rand of whoever he was working for at the time stated the untouchable is a well thought out package, which will find a niche of most people. Those, uh, who buy this will not be disappointed. Okay. He's a liar. Okay. I agree. Paul Rand. He sounds like a, he sounds like a douche. He sounds like he was paid off. I feel like he runs a pyramid scheme. Yeah. He sounds like he was paid off. Uh, here was another one. The Untouchable is a cracking conversion. Easily one of the most successful and accurate movie licenses to date. No. I agree. No. Uh, this one... Well, hang on. Accurate as in, yeah, they do kill Al Capone in the end. It is a mobster show accurate, yes. Yeah, it's it's mobster show accurate and mobster show movie accurate, but no, I, I don't see that. So I, I guess he didn't really lie. But at the same time, no, I, I don't see it. Okay, so this one's going to be maybe the most flamboyant. Like, I want me some flamboyant. I feel like somebody paid for this one, but I don't want to. I don't mean to skew your judgment. Okay, okay. This game was called Great Stuff. Ocean has finally brought Chicago to life. Atmospheric title tune, beautifully detailed graphics, and challenging gameplay add up to one addictive, mean game. Okay, so he works for the company, and he just gave a false name. He never played this game. He never touched this game whatsoever. Okay. Here is the one that I feel like you kind of touched on it, and I had to shut you down a little bit here. But uh, I feel like this may have made the game palatable just because you would have fell into a... If you're calling this game a niche game, which I don't. No. This ain't a niche game. This is just a movie game. It's so, barely a game. But there are people that, and I probably fall into that, that would be a niche for a certain addition to the Super Nintendo. So this guy ranked this version a 5.8 out of 10, which I still think is very high. That's that's too high for what I would rank. I feel it. like if you're a part of a magazine, though, you can't completely shit where you eat, you know? Yeah. But so if I was, uh, this would rank a solid two schmeckles out of 10. It says this title would have been better if it were to use this if it was super scope compatible. For it is a bit difficult to use the pad during these shooting sequences. Josh, the super scope was out. The super scope had been released. Yes, I love super scope games. Number one. If you would have gave me the super scope now, mind you, you could have gave me the freaking original NES lock gun. Yeah. And that would have worked. That's why but, but, you know, there wasn't necessarily lock gun for the Super Nintendo. Give me that Super Scope. Let me put that atrocity up on my that shoulder. Big RPG looking thing. And let me shoot some damn mobsters. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I, I, now, I, it's still going to be a bad game, but it's not going to be as it's a, bad. It's at least a little bit palatable. At least you could beat the shooter galleries at that point. This dude, when this game came out, he reviewed it like that. And it's like, 
today, you just mentioned it. Like maybe if there was a use of a lock gun, uh, that's what he said then. Now, I'm sure there's other people that said it, and I'm sure it was money reasons why they didn't do it, or they just didn't care. They were rushing to get it out. But uh, yeah. Now, I don't know, maybe part of it would have been, you know, you adding the uh, uh, lock gun stage and then mix it with a uh, controller stage. Uh, maybe that would have been a little difficult, but, like, I feel like you could have possibly made a lock gun game out of this. Yeah. Like I, said, I, I think that, too. I think 100%. And, I, like I said, honestly, if you'd done it that way, the game would have been more palatable. It would have appeased more audience. It would have made more money that way. I and think. I'm a niche, I'm a niche super scope guy, so I would have probably defended this game a little bit. But as it is, it's hot garbage. I never got to play with the super scope. I've only ever got to play with the light gun, which is weird since I'm 33. So I mean, but at the time, my uncle had the light gun. He had duck hunt. He had multiple other games like that. Well, so. this next segment that's called Strange Flex, brought to you by George, is okay. I have a box lock gun and a Trinitron, and by God, we are going to play some lock gun games with, I said I'm, Super Scope games with a Super Scope. I'm all for it. I will love that. And uh, I have fond memories. I have not played my Super Scope in many years. I will be devastated. You hope it lives up? My, It'd be like my wife had left me and the dogs ran away on the same day. Not because I left them out because they didn't like me. Just because they didn't like you. So we're going to wrap this up. We're coming into the, uh, we got it. Well, I guess we forgot about ranking. We're going to do a speed run and uh, then we're going to do the prices. So how long do you think it took somebody just thinking out loud on this game, which, you know, I feel like to me this was a long game, but. To many people, they could complete this game a lot quicker than me. How long do you think it would take to complete this game? I agree. I, I think this game was set up for a long gameplay, you know, to get your money's worth. Like, I think, like I said, you rent it on a Friday. They want you to take all the way up until Sunday to get it. To me, it would take me that long, but I think... If you got good at this game, you could really breeze through it. I agree, too. So, I think it would be a solid one day. But, speedrun people are a different breed of animal. And I'm going to take a wild stab here. Wild stab. I'm going to say 25 minutes. You could run through this entire game. There were two speedruns. Both of them were under 25 minutes. How? So, the second person, and I didn't write it down... But the speed run was for 22 minutes and 14 seconds. The second speed run, the one that I guess had held the record for years. That holds years, the record? Uh, it was like 22 minutes and like 20, 30 seconds. I mean, it was, it was pretty close. Yeah. So the name of the person holding the speed run record, uh, it got a chuckle out of me. Is it so, Big Dick Daddy from Cincinnati? No. Uh, unusually close. So... Uh, I feel like this name should be Guido. How G U I D O, correct? Yeah, Guido. That's Guido. what it sounds. That's what I would go. Well, Guido. Not only did you kick ass in this game, but you got an awesome name with no spaces of Guido Slapnuts. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. 
I like it. That's and a, you know what? One. You earned it. You played a horrible game. You earned a record. We tipped the hat off to you, slap nuts. Now, we know we're not. From here on out, I will refer to you besides Lay Holt. Now, it could be Guido's lap nuts. But uh, to me, this he's always going to be slap nuts. Yeah, he, he, he's Guido slap nuts. Because there's only two things you're going to slap is some nuts and that bass. Yeah. you got to slap at the bass. The slap at the bass. Now, here's the thing. You know what? I hope one day we're popular enough to get Lay Hope and Guido to, you know, like Skype in, Teams in, something. Give us a phone call. Reach out to us. Well, what's funny is that Guido's got his gameplay uploaded on there so you can watch it. And, man, he's just like, oh, man, I'm shooting too late, too early. Like, he, there's way too much time on this game. And I, I applaud you because they're stupid games that I enjoy the shit out of. But, my God, <laughs> this was a body of work you put together. Like, them 22 minutes and 14 seconds was probably like... That's torture. That, 22 years of my life yeah, right there. Yeah, and not only that, but look how long it took him to get that speed run. How many hours did he have to put in it, to this game? I feel like it's equivalent to them 22 minutes... Took him 22 years. And that is probably completely unfair. But uh, that's where I'm going. So I, I think I think for 22 minutes and something would have would have probably been around at least a thousand hours of gameplay. Alright. Gonna move on, Josh. You know what we're gonna hit? The pricing. Now, we're gonna talk about this uh, well, I don't want to give anything away. How much do you think this game costs? Let's just say a loose copy. Me? You run into it over here at the dang Carm store. If it's over a dollar, I'm not paying for this piece of shit. Well, if if I tried to tell you, hypothetically, that this game isn't that bad. It's just okay. You just didn't enjoy it. Maybe we didn't play it right. It's a vintage game in a vintage market that's through the roof. How much would you think this game costs? Okay, now, if I take all that in consideration... I say a solid fifteen. I was thinking fifteen. I would say a solid fifteen for this game because they said vintage market people would be buying vintage things. Vintage things are the collectibles now. So, as Lee Corso would say, not so fast. You were wrong, sir. How much is it? Throw it at me, Lee Corso. So, there's a little variance on the loose versus the eBay and price charting. Uh, loose on price charting thirty four seventy nine. They're absolutely re- no eBay. The ones I was seeing, there was multiple copies, shipping included, twenty six dollar area. No, I still disagree with that. No, like I said this game at max, at max, fifteen dollars. Could you imagine if you if if I mean, this is a type of game. To be honest, I'm a completionist guy. Now I ain't gonna complete any sets, but I want to complete sets. This is the type of game that I buy and I play, and I'm like, I'm done trying to complete stuff. Like, yeah, th- th- this would be the turning yes. point of you. Like, what am I doing with my life? Now, could you imagine if you if let's split the difference? If thirty four twenty six say it's thirty dollars, can you imagine if you went on Xbox or PlayStation or Switch, like Switch, and you just want to download some vintage games? How many cool games you could get for thirty dollars? Yeah, you got the right sale, but. Anyways, you can buy every Legend of Zelda game at the right time for under twenty. So there's some. There wasn't a lot of complete copies on eBay that I seen. I seen one big variance between what eBay and price charting had. What do you think a complete? Copy? I'm terrified. If you tell me that a loose copy is thirty five, God, uh, 
I'm going to go with my normal rule and I'm going to say almost 150, 175. No, you're, you're high. Price charting says get a complete copy of this and they have more. I, I trust price charting on this. So they had more sales logged in. Uh, they said you're going to get a complete copy for $108.72. Now, I think there was one copy, maybe two, one copy, I think, that I seen sold on eBay. It was for $50. It's probably somebody that hasn't paid attention to the market, probably played this game, said this is god-awful, get rid of this shit. Yeah. And it probably... It, it was the guy that was like us that played it and says, what am I doing with my life? Let's yes. get rid of my collection. Now, eBay didn't have any new ones on there. And I feel like the step from loose to complete was a big jump from complete. Now I would say if you try to sell me this game complete for 50 bucks. I'm not, I'm not taking, I'm not I'm a not taking with it that. being a super Nintendo game in which I have very few games that are in box at super Nintendo. I would try to talk you down at 50. I, I'm not going to say that I'd buy, but I'd might have a conversation. I, if you I'd come down the, to 40 bucks. I'd probably, that's buy what I was, I'd have the conversation and I would shoot you at 40. I wouldn't hate myself <laughs> if, I, if I paid 45. You know what? The coolest part of, if you bought it for $45, that game would be? What? The cardboard. <laughs> the cardboard would be better than Yeah, that. I bet you. I bet you. I bet you they, they had to do a really cool cardboard cover for it. Whatnot. Even as a bad cardboard cover, it would still be better in the game. It would have still been So better. as a new sealed copy, which I didn't see none on eBay in the last 90 days, uh, according to price charting, what do you think that is? It ends in an 01. A penny. A penny? A penny. So their price is right me right now. Like, well, there there's three numbers in front of that point I zero one. I know, but but their, their price is right me because if you ever watch the price is oh, right, yeah, yeah. you know it's like I'm gonna say two fifty, and then the next person at the very end of the line says I'm gonna go two fifty one, Bob, or one dollar. Oh yeah, or uh, and you, that's gotta be the boss move. You're, they always say like I want it as one dollar. Yeah. Like you you bring it down. You do. You, you so, bring it down. So with that one penny, what's the three numbers in front of that penny? I'm going to say 215. No, no. Now, you went from a loose copy to complete on price charting. Now, it doubled on eBay. But I think eBay's probably a little skewed on that. Probably more where it should be. Uh, you went $70 up to a complete copy, and you literally went like $62 up for a new copy. $170.01. Uh I know I wouldn't spend one hundred seventy dollars on it. I absolutely. I would not spend. Let, let's just say this: we're going to hit the average. I can give you this game, Josh. I say here it is. Your price is right. You got thirty dollar. Let's just round it to the even thirty dollar untouchables, or I'll give you fifteen dollars cash. I'm taking the cash. You know what? You're not wrong. I have to. I have to take the cash on this. I, if I, to me, because I don't have this game, I would probably take the game. And then I proceed to tell you how stupid I am for not like <laughs> for not taking the yes. cash. Like this is the type of game, and and my guess is why it's so expensive is because it was at the end of the life cycle. Yeah, and probably production issues, not they issues. I guess wasn't wide production. Yeah, they didn't make enough, and and plus it didn't deserve to have that many made. So this, I feel like, other than the rarity of maybe production. This is a game that I feel like I would find at one of the junk stores for two dollars. A hundred percent, yeah. That's and, that, that and, was, and two dollars, you're just buying it because it's two dollars and to complete something because it's not worth playing even at two dollars. No, it's not. That's a dollar. This game isn't even worth it. Like this, this game, by far, 
this game. Like, I, I, we're about to jump into the rankings. You're right. I've got so the rankings. So, I'm going to go ahead and tell you this. It's not on your Mount Rushmore? But, uh, absolutely not. This motherfucker is number 13 out of 13. So, <laughs> this is this is the list that Josh has going for 13. Family Feud, Silly Putty, Jeopardy Sports, Fatal Fury, Time Slip, Mr. Nuts, Dracula, uh, Roger Clemens, No Escape, Dragon View, Kid Cleats. And, man, Obitus was pretty bad. Obitus was pretty bad. So you're telling me without a doubt that you're putting the Untouchables at number 13 under Obitus? Under Obitus because what Obitus done, yeah, Obitus was an MS-DOS game that got ported over. I could understand how bad that game was. But this game was specifically designed for the SNES. So therefore, I'm ranking it at the lowest because the SNES was already at, it was close to the end of the life cycle of this game. So, therefore, they had, what is it, uh, the Million Dollar Man. We had the technology. We can make him better, faster, stronger. And they took the billion, the Million Dollar Man and turned him into a chunk of wood. I'll tell you this, and this kind of puts, if, if you pay attention to the rankings, let me just read mine. Number one is Jeopardy Sports, Mr. Nuts, Dragon View, Tom Slip, Family Feud, no Escape at Six, uh, Dracula, Silly Putty, Fatal Fury, Kid Cleats, Obitus, Roger Clemens. This game was released in 1994, Josh, after a movie and a freaking TV show. And these simple, horrible Amiga games that we played was better than this. Agreed. Honey. We're talking about games. Some of these were made in the freaking 80s that was ported over. It was better. And it was not even just better. It was a lot better. Yeah. So, with that being said, my last uh, Amiga game is Obitus at number 11. Your last... And then, so you're going to say, the question is, is it going to be number 12 or 13 on this list? And I have a very big hatred for Roger Clemens. And I've been going back and forth on this. Give me your hatred. Agree with me. Channel the dark side. As Emperor Palpatine says, let the hate follow through you. <laughs> I'll go ahead and tell you. Do it. Do it I was, now. I was close to wanting to... I've, I've been thinking about it because I, I knew that it's it's down there. And Obitus isn't great, but it's older too. Exactly. My point. It was an MS-DOS game that got ported over. Yes. So uh, I don't feel like if... If I don't feel like Obitus is necessarily a stupid game, it might have been a little ignorant at today's day and age because yeah. of what you were dealing with. The question is, I really hated Roger Clemens, and I was sitting there thinking, I'm like, man, this might be number thirteen on the list for me. And I'm like, I don't know, Roger Clemens was really bad, and Damn. I'm like, we're talking about some really bad games, Josh, and you may have actually swayed me in this episode one way, whether you know it or not. Because you brought in a great point of at least you had the Bash Bros. You had <laughs> Bambi yeah. for Rob Deere. You at least had, you had the Wizard. Come on. You're right. Untouchables is number 13. Yes. 
The Untouchables. <laughs> and you know, now that I'm thinking we about it. We agreed on at least one of these. The Untouchables may not, it might not even be close to Roger Clemens. Now, if you're talking 700 and something games, I still, like, I would confident, I would put $100 that Roger Clemens for me is going to be in the 700 range. Uh, 700 down. The Untouchables is making me question this. With this game being released in 1994, what other really bad games are there? Exactly. This was at the end of the cycle. The Super Nintendo, there was multiple people that already dialed in on how to make a great game. And these dudes just failed across every aspect of that game. Let me just quick. I got to give you five things. Okay. You tell me, would you rather play Untouchables or Fold Laundry? I'd fold laundry. Do dishes. I'd do the dishes. Mow the yard. Yep. Mow the yard. Uh, Clean take, out the gutters? Do it. Uh, what about jump off 411 Bridge? Onto the concrete, not the water. Oh, onto the concrete? Yeah, I'd lose a leg. <laughs> I might go untouchables there, but you are right. I would rather do house chores. I feel like this this game should live on is when your kids are bad, make them play this game. Yeah, like I I could like like I don't think that if I was sitting there with me and my wife and I was playing this game for our research, I'm that's why that's why I classify this stuff as is this is research. I'd be sitting there playing it, and she goes, "Hey, babe, can you get up and cook me?" You know like a grilled cheese, bacon, or whatever. And I go, I can't. I'm in the middle of this. Right. Can you get up and do it? It's be like, yeah, sure. You you want pizza with that, too? Do you want me to fold the laundry? Like, I'd find every excuse I could to not play this damn game. I would possibly go this far to say, would I rather play this game for one hour or work one over hour over at work that I don't get paid for? I may work I'm work. working. Yeah, I'm yes. straight up working. Yes. All right. Straight up. Avoid at all costs, I think, is the... Yep. Uh, that Now, I feel like you've worked very hard to get to number 13. Like, you had to. Roger Clemens just got gut-punched and got it got deboed. Like, it, it got taken. Is there a game worse than this on this system, Josh? I don't know. Well, I said, There's got to be. Well, There's got to well, be. I said, what we are taking into consideration of the time, the error which it was made. We're, you know, we're trying to be fair. We're trying to be as fair as possible. And the only way I think this game could get booted up from being dead last <laughs> is if you give me a game at the end of the, like, at the, no, not even at the end, at the peak of the SNES error that was absolutely dog shit. So I guess at the end of the day, you tell us, what do you think is worse than Untouchables? I feel like you have to download and play Untouchables. It's avoid at all costs. It that is a, play Untouchables and tell me what other Super Nintendo games are worse than this. Because I don't know. I don't either. And I mean, we'll eventually. I didn't know with Roger Clemens, but we found out. That's it. We will eventually get there. And the thing is, is here's my big selling point of view about the Roger Clemens thing. You paid money to get a copy of it. I got pretty much a mostly complete except for the poster copy. If I'm remembering right for $19.99. If I could get Untouchables for $19.99, I would buy it. I wouldn't be proud about it. I wouldn't volunteer it, but when you looked at the game shelf and say, what is this yeah, crap? I'll be I, like, yeah. What What did people say on Facebook? I'd be like, I did a thing. I did a thing. And then I'd have to question you, like, how much did that cost you? And you'd be ashamed to admit how much it was. Uh, yeah. 
I, I definitely wouldn't admit it to be 40 bucks, but if I got it for 20 bucks, I wouldn't feel good about it. And you'd be like, you're an idiot. And I'd be like, yep. There's, it's the disease. It's, it's the, the disease. Because like I, I have that same disease with comic books. So, I mean. All right. Well, we're going to wrap it up here. We went long. This got way more uh, speak. It, we spoke about this game more than you should ever play it. You love this game? Let us know. If not, let us know what game's worse than this. Because I don't know. If you love this game, I want you on this podcast so we can discuss why. So I'm making and a, I will argue with you as to why you are wrong. I'm making a bold prediction. We're going to wrap it up right here. I think episode 14, we're going to get a game better than Untouchables. Dude, I, I'm not arguing with you on that one. I'm not arguing with you at all on that we, one. We, are we, not have getting, to. we are not getting the worst game we've ever played no. for episode 14. No, no, there's no way. There's no way. I, well, I'm out. I've got more than I ever want to talk about in this game. Hopefully it gets forgotten about it. The hard copy's going. It gets purged from existence. Uh, nothing good to say about it. Uh, I'm leaving it on that note, Josh. I agree. I'm done, too. This is it. So see you all later. Peace.